together and boy do I have some announcements for you today there is literally so much to talk about plus the actual episode topic um but first how are we how are you guys how are we going it's the middle of the year it's end of financial year right so it's like the end of the year you know it's it's the middle of winter the days are fucking short um houses are cold I am constantly freezing in my bloody house. I hope you guys have heating because I don't. Um, but so it's such as life, right? Such as life. You just got to deal. Um, oh my gosh. My parents are coming up to visit this Saturday. They're going to be here for a whole week. Um, I don't really know when this episode's going to go live. I think so. I'm recording on Wednesday, the 21st of June. I assume this is going to go out in a week's time. So my parents will already be here, which is super fun, super cool, super exciting. But it means that I'm working my fucking ass off so I can do as little as possible in the week that they're here, but obviously like still keep things moving, still keep the business going. And I'm doing something super fun, super cool, super quirky, as you guys would already have, like you would have already seen on Instagram, but I am obviously doing an end of financial year sale. I have never ever done one before. So this has been so fucking exciting, preparing, getting it ready. And I kind of want to tell you guys how all of this came about. So I was feeling or had been feeling quite, I guess, deflated, quite uninspired. I was, I was missing something essentially in my business. And I felt like my clients, potential clients, future clients, um, just my audience as well on Instagram and stuff. I just feel like we were all missing something from the globe coaching business. So I invested in a business intensive with my fitness coach, who is also a business coach, um, Ruby Darcy. As you guys know, I've spoken to you about this before. And we essentially combed through my business for two weeks and we created some new office together. And one of those ideas that we had was doing it and it was doing an end of financial year sale, but also like fucking coming back with a full energy rebrand. Like I wanted to bring you guys a different level of hype, a different level of excitement. I was ready or just, I have been ready to step into this new era of Hannah, of business, of Glob coaching. And as you guys will see, I use the word era a lot in, in this marketing, in, um, you know, my end of financial year sale. And I just think because looking at your life in different eras is so fucking powerful. I think it's so cool to be like, oh, that was the era of, you know, of low self-esteem. Now we're in the era of confidence. Like right now I'm in the era of, um, I would say direction and rebrand and hype. And I don't even mean rebrand just in business. I just mean like we're rebranding our fucking lives right now. You know, like I changed my hair. Um, I started running, like it's just making all these big, dramatic, fast changes that they all add up. Right. So, um, it is just been, it has just been so exciting. 
So obviously, as you guys would have seen, along with doing the sale on my masterclasses, along with um, making the recording of the Girls' Night in available, which has been so freaking cool, I've also released two new offers. I cannot believe it. It has been a hot minute since I've released a new offer. So obviously, number one, we have mindset coaching, which is so freaking cool to have mindset coaching just on its own without the training and the nutrition side of things. I feel like it's really opened up the doors to a lot more people um, and obviously coming in at a lower cost, that's going to you know, make it available to a lot more of you guys as well, which is exactly what I want. I want to be that um, sounding board when it comes to elevating and revolutionizing your fucking confidence. And I want to show you that there is an actual way you can build your mindset and that you can create a stronger relationship to your sense of self, to yourself, to your life, to everything that you desire. So Mindset coaching was one of my drops, and then the other drop was the nutrition in um sorry the nutrition era intensive, which again is just so fucking cool, and it's here for those people who don't want to work you know together long term, maybe financially, maybe they're just you know, they don't want that long-term support. So it's just that like one-on-one -on -one kind of vibe. We get in, we get dirty, we get it done. Is that one-on-one -on -one call? Um, and then after that call, we'll be giving you a custom strategy plan, which is just, again, so fucking cool. Guys, I am just feeling so excited about all of the all of the drops, all of the new products, all of the new offers. I'm feeling so passionate about them all. I'm just like, yes, these fucking make sense. These make sense for me to offer them to you, but they also make sense for like what you guys I think need. Um, you know, from all the research, the market research that I've been doing and the information that I've been accumulating from my Instagram followers, from the people I speak to, from my current clients. I'm like, this feels like exactly what has been missing and just uh, I just like I if you have purchased anything from the sale so far thank you a million times it means the fucking world to me that you want to invest in my world and be a part of this this new era and this passion and this energy and if you're still thinking about it if this episode's dropped on Wednesday, you've got two more days. This sale ends on Friday. Um, so get on in, um, get your butt in there and like, let's start fucking making changes, you know? And I feel like this is perfect because it comes off the back of myself doing something scary, investing in myself, in my business to, to make a change, right? Like I was feeling essentially bored and that's why I invested in the business intensive in Ruby. And from that, all of this energy, this passion, this excitement, this whole new era was fucking born. And I'm just like, imagine what you guys can do if you follow that same path. Like you have literally seen the example, you know, happening. Like, what happened to me from investing with um, with somebody around my business and getting new perspectives and building clarity? I'm like, that's exactly what's going to happen with you around your mindset, your nutrition, your confidence, your relationship to your body, whatever it is that you want to tackle in your one-on-one -on -one nutrition like intensive or in your eight-week container of mindset coaching. You know, it's not my eight-week container. It's not about what I want. 
It's about what do you want to, what do you want to tackle? If it's boundaries, then like, let's fucking go. If it's body image, let's fucking go. Like we're here for whatever it is. And that's why I love these, um, short term, I guess, coaching containers and, and vibes because you, it it is so self-led. It is so self-driven. You go into perspective and clarity and my God, do you walk out with it? And now do not go getting my words all twisted. This does not mean that I do not like long-term um, containers. Like, fuck me. The girls that I've worked with long-term are next level. And you guys know, like, I've been with my coach for, I think, like, coming up to two years. Um, so, like, I am all about the long-term fucking soul vibey lifelong co- uh, commitment. Uh, not commitments. Um like relationships as well. But I also think like there's a time and a place for somebody to invest in, in, in a long-term container. And then I think there's a time and a place for somebody to invest in a short-term container. And it's just like figuring out where you're at right now. And also short-term containers can act as your gateway. If you've been unsure about coaching, if you're, you've been unsure, like if you'd actually receive anything from it, but you want to try it, well, then these are fucking for you because, you know, I, I've already said why. I'm not going to say it again. Um, I really, I'm so ready to get into this episode. What about, what about you guys? Um, like you're about to respond. My, oh my gosh, my head is just like going a million miles an hour. She's, she's frazzled. She's buzzed. I think I spent so much time in the past couple months not knowing who I was anymore, feeling so stagnant, just not not even being able to make decisions for myself that that like that I wouldn't ruminate on for like an entire week at least and I know this is like so pivoting the conversation right now um but this is just a slice of what my brain's doing um you know like I just think there comes points in your life and I do believe it's when you're getting close to an era shift or a quantum leap or whatever you want to call it where you're kind of going who am I what do I like what don't I like what 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 do I want to fucking what what food do I like right now what kind of exercise do I enjoy you know like how do I want to communicate with my friends and and with the people around me and where do I want to go on a holiday you like just get to this point where you're like I feel like I'm not losing myself but I feel like I don't have clarity about myself right now and I really think that stagnancy that confusion that comes when you you're on the brink of fucking falling into your next vibe, falling into your next era and just like ready to become that next person. And it is really about taking that one big first step that can then become the domino for the rest of every, like just for everything else to fall into place, you know, for those likes and dislikes to kind of clarify and solidify you like for you again. And, you know, I think for me that change was changing my hair. And this is actually, this is not going to be what it is for everybody. It's not going to be a fucking, you know, going to the hairdresser and changing your hair for everybody. It's not about your physical looks, but it's about what, you know, for me, it was about what the physical look did. It created a whole new vibe. It created a whole new excitement. But, you know, for you, it might be joining a new gym or trying out a run club, or it might be starting out that Instagram page for your side hustle or even like quitting your job. And I know that these are all on varying degrees of impact and severity and and fear like creating bigger and smaller fears for people but you know this is just the examples of like taking that big first step 
to allow the dominoes to fall. So in saying all of that, I want to get into today's podcast topic, which is on the other side of quitting the diet is the balanced lifestyle you're chasing. I want to speak to you about what quitting the diet looks like for me, but also using the information that I have from my own experience, but and my clients' experiences, you know, being in this industry for three years, um, I want to give you tangible pieces of advice that you can use to change, adapt, um, revolutionize your own nutrition. And I just feel like this is so fitting for everything that I've been talking about in my business lately with the nutrition baddie era guide and with the nutrition era intensive. I just feel like we are all so in a place where we're ready to take fucking control of our nutrition. We're ready to not be controlled by the cravings and by the lack of understanding. And I think the more we talk about it, the more you hear maybe some of the same things be repeated, but maybe new things being brought to light. The more you hear that stuff, the more you're going to be able to bring consciousness to changing, to adapting and to choosing differently. Because essentially, if you actually want to change your nutrition, you have to start choosing differently. You can't just expect it to all fall into into place. You can't just expect to one day wake up and go, that's it, I'm going to have the diet of my dreams and just throw out the window all of the, you know, um, negative or unhelpful habits that you, that, you, that you currently have. It takes time. It takes consciousness. It takes, you know, fucking up and it takes not getting caught up on these perceived failures and actually just looking at these quote unquote failures as that's a learning point for me to do different, like to do something different next time. That's a learning point for me to readapt that piece of advice that I've been given to actually fit in my life. Because that's the thing about advice. You can only, you, you always have to take it with a grain of salt, right? You can't take what I say because it works for me or because it worked for my client and go, that's perfect. That's going to fit my puzzle. Like, no, no, no. It worked for me. In, the sh- in one shape. And then that same advice wor- worked for a client of mine in a different shape. And then you need to take that advice and mold it to, to be a completely different shape to now fit your puzzle because all of our puzzles are so individual. And yes, there's advice because we all have very similar pieces falling into our puzzles, but they're not identical. So my first piece of advice when you know, quitting the diet, changing the diet, changing the habits, um, and literally just like having a diet is create desire to eat whole foods because you can't eat junk food every single day and expect to feel good. And I know we talk about balance and I know we talk about, you know, not saying no to cravings and you can still eat chocolate and you can still hit up Maccas, but also you need to take into consideration the fact that you're not doing these things every single day. The reason that still eating chocolate is spoken about so much is because that's the first thing people go to cut out and people like myself want to remind you like, no, 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 you don't have to cut that out. But you also need to realize that you can't eat half a block of chocolate every single day. And yes, you could absolutely incorporate chocolate to your diet every, diet every single day. But I think I'm more speaking to like 
junk food right now. You know, I'm more speaking to like having an entire meal as opposed to like having two little squares of chocolate as dessert or adding two squares of chocolate, a little bit of like Nutella onto your oats or something like that. They are completely different. Remember, take everything with a grain of salt. Don't twist my motherfucking words. Um, <laughs> but if you are wanting to eat junk food every single day, if you're wanting to hit up the freaking drive through even every other day, you know, I, I'm even looking at like potentially every single week. It's like, are you prepared to rock your digestion for the next 24 hours? And I think that's what you need to take into consideration. And for a lot of people, you actually don't realize how poor your digestion currently is because you've never felt anything different. You don't know different. What you're currently, what you currently have is normalized, but your digestion shouldn't feel backed up and vice versa. It shouldn't feel free flowing either. If, if you're going to get my vibe and junk food does that to people, it either one backs them up or two lets everything out. And you know, your digestion, it should be, you know, it should come with a lot more control than that. And yes, we should go and be going to the bathroom at least once a day, every single day, because that's what fiber does. But highly processed foods are going to disrupt that. And highly processed foods are not going to make you feel fucking optimal. They're not going to make you feel good. So my first tip is to create the desire around whole foods. And how I recommend doing this is explore whole foods that taste fucking delicious. Try different recipes. Try new foods, you know. We can look at the things that you already love eating and then go, okay, cool. How can we remake this so it actually could be like a weekly meal for myself, you know? Like you can eat pizza every single week, but does it have to come from Domino's? Could it come from at home? And yes, there's the argument, well, it doesn't taste as good. And it's like, okay, we'll start getting creative and start trying different ingredients and make it taste as fucking good. Because I can guarantee anything that I can make at home tastes so much better than the takeaway food that I could get and also like pay $15 for. It's so expensive. That's the other thing to take into consideration. But tip number one, create a desire to eat whole foods. Make it fun, make it delicious, make it something that you actually want to eat. Stop looking at a good balanced diet that makes you feel fucking amazing as a sacrifice, as that you're missing out on something else. You know what you're missing out on? Feeling like a piece of crap and having no energy and probably having breakouts and bloating and poor digestion. That's what you're missing out on. Tip number two is understand what balance looks like for you. Balance for me is gonna look completely different for like uh, to, to balance for you, you know, because number one, let's think about this balance can incorporate alcohol. Personally, I'm at a place in my life right now where I really don't drink very much alcohol at all, but that does not mean that once upon a time I wasn't in this place. And what balance looked like for me a whole year ago looks completely different to what balance looks like for me now. What balance looks like for me now is a lot more whole foods. It is very, very, very minimal alcohol. It is, you know, not drinking caffeine and and whatever else. But a year ago, it incorporated caffeine. It incorporated um, alcohol. It incorporated more takeout meals. And that's so okay because I wasn't trying to be the person that I am today a whole year ago. I was trying to be a version that sat in between. 
And, you know, I got to be her and then I found another version and another version and another version and they all accumulated to get me here. And I think that's where a lot of people go wrong is they're looking at the version of themselves that might like, you know, that they might be in a year's time. They're looking so far ahead. And I even remember thinking back at that time, oh, I just want to eat better. Oh, I just want to cut out alcohol. Oh, I just want to do this. I just want to do that. I just want to do this. And yeah, it's great to have a long-term goal. And I'm not saying it's going to take you an entire year, but patience is going to play a really important role because you need to take it day by day by day by day. You know, do you think that sitting here today with the diet that I have now and the balance that I have now, I'm disappointed that it took a whole year? No, I'm so fucking proud. I'm like, look at me go. I'm a completely different person to what I was a year ago. That's amazing. A year is not that long. And I think we get so caught up thinking that a year is such a long time. It's a lifetime. But can you remember yourself a year ago? Who were you then? How did you feel then? What's changed since then? Use reflection to realize that the future isn't as far away, isn't as scary, and it isn't as, you know, necessary to happen right now as you currently think it is. So tip number two was understand what balance looks like for you today, this week, this month, this half of the year, you know, yes, have your overall big goal, but How can you make little tangible changes over the course of the next couple of weeks to just get yourself one step closer to that big overall goal? Maybe it is literally just beginning to incorporate an extra piece of fruit into your diet. Maybe it is cutting down on cans of energy drinks and you're only having them three times per week instead of having a pre-workout or a can of energy drink, you know, seven days a week. It's little micro changes like that. You do not have to go cold turkey. And I don't recommend going cold turkey. It's never beneficial. Tip number three is you can't cut out food groups and call it balance. Unless you're intolerant or allergic, you cannot cut out food groups and call it balance. That is not fucking balance. Um... You know, again, unless you're intolerant or allergic, and I'm not talking about cutting out alcohol or not cutting out alcohol, but even with that, you know, do you want to be sober? Do you want to call yourself sober? Do you want to be sober curious? Like that's a whole nother conversation. I'm not going to get into that. Um, If you want to listen to my thoughts on alcohol, scroll down. I have an episode on my relationship with alcohol because it's a whole fucking thing. And I think it is for most people. But anyway. If you're cutting out food groups, even if you're cutting out food items, even if you're like, oh, I don't eat bread. Why? Why do we not eat bread? Why are we demonizing bread? Even if it's, you know, I don't eat white bread or I don't eat white rice or I don't have like, you know, white pasta. I don't, I don't know what you call white pasta, but like, you know, why are we cutting out those food groups? The other thing that I would be questioning is if you only eat low fat, low carb, you know, quote unquote diet foods. Why are we cutting out the original form of the food? Why can't we eat, you know, regular tasty cheese? Why does it have to be low fat tasty cheese? Why can't we have, you know, regular cream cheese? For some reason, cheese is the only thing coming to my mind. Um, Why can't we just have regular cream cheese, you know? Why does everything have to be low sugar, no sugar muesli bars? Like, why can't we just have the regular muesli bar? Right. So 
If you're cutting out foods, I really want you to ask yourself, what is the purpose behind it? How is it benefiting you? What benefit is it creating for you? And can you confidently say that you are balanced if you're afraid to eat the original version of the food? And I would challenge you that there is potential fear that you have built or that you are currently building around the original version of the food if you only ever eat and buy the the diet type. And I say that from the biggest fucking place of love because I have been there where I was so afraid to eat a regular fucking potato because I would only eat spud light. And that is just so whack. That is so wild. It's a potato children eat it, your parents probably eat them. And yet some somewhere along the way, we created this fear around eating a regular potato with a normal amount of carbohydrates in it because Spud Light popped onto the scene and oh, I can eat more potatoes for less calories. Why is that always better? Why is that always better? And I do not, I do not agree that that is balance. I do not agree that that is creating balance. So fucking question yourself, call yourself out, make yourself uncomfortable and question it. Tip number four. Um, Now, this is a bit more of like a tangible tip, but it is how to create a balanced plate, you know, and I think knowing this is really important because it helps you create dishes. It helps you construct meals. It helps you construct snacks as well. So think of a think of a plate, a dinner plate. And when you're creating your meal, it should be about half fruit and veg. So we're looking at like half the plate being your micronutrients, your colors, your your very, very much so whole foods, you know, then we want your protein to be about one quarter of the plate and your carbohydrates to be about another quarter of the plate, you know? So then what you can do is you can expand this view of a plate to be your whole day. So this is like, you know, a really good technique to help build that balance is, okay, is around half of the food that I'm eating fruit and veg is around a quarter of the food that I'm eating protein and is around a quarter of the food that I'm eating carbohydrates. And yes, obviously, you know, we're not talking, um, fats, protein, carbohydrates. We're talking, um, um, micronutrients, protein, carbohydrates, but your fats will will fall into those categories. And we don't need a whole, you know, slice of the pie for like your condiments, right? We don't need a whole slice of the pie for like your sugars. But let's be honest, like, you know, your sugars, they're coming under carbohydrates. Um, this is just a really good, simple way to visualize what your plate, but also what your day can look like to be able to say, yes, I'm eating in a balanced fashion. Yes, I'm eating to support my overall health. I'm eating in a way that's going to make me feel fucking amazing. I've got energy and it's making me as a knock-on effect now prioritize other aspects of my health. Because I think focusing on your nutrition or focusing on your training or whatever it is that you decide to kind of focus on first, because there's generally always one, it gets to act as a knock-on. So if you start to feel better internally because you've changed your nutrition, then you're more likely to start prioritizing that morning walk. You're more likely to start prioritizing going to bed at a normal time, you know? You're more likely to start prioritizing drinking enough water because you want to do other things now that are going to continue to make you feel as fucking amazing as changing your diet has made you feel because you've realized, wow, there's a whole like 
th there was all this potential for me living my life and feeling amazing that I was not living up to. And now you've got the, this, this like, um, you know, this massive desire to actually reach that potential because why the fuck wouldn't you want to feel amazing? Right? Um, okay. So tip number, what are we up to? One, two, three, four, five. Avoid restrictions by removing your reliance. So a lot of the time when people decide to cut out particular foods, and I'm going to use chocolate as the example because it's so common, it's coming from a place of fear and it's coming from a lack mindset that they don't believe that they can have control around that food because there is un there is an underlying reliance on it. And you'll hear so many people like, I can't control myself around chocolate. I'm addicted to chocolate. I'm this, I'm that. And they're putting this label on themselves. And I'm not saying that there isn't some sort of um, addiction, some sort of mindset concept towards that particular food. But I don't think that you have to create this big no-no around something to break that down. I just think we need to start understanding that we have a lot more power than we're giving ourselves. Because when you remove the food from your diet, you are taking away any amount of power that you could have had in taking control of your behavior around that food, you know? Um, so if you are keeping chocolate in your diet, or actually if you're taking chocolate out of your diet, it's because you have decided that you can't have control. And it's almost like throwing your hands up in the air and going, this is too hard, isn't it? It's like giving up. Because you haven't even given yourself the opportunity to actually have control. And you might be like, yes, I have. I try all the time. I try to I try to stop eating chocolate all the time. And it's like, yeah, because you keep trying to stop eating it. And it's not about not eating the food. It's just about not relying on the food to bring you happiness every day. It's about not relying on the food to pass the time when you're bored. It's about understanding why you have this reliance to the food and how we can break it down. And yes, it will incorporate a level of restriction because we are trying to eat less of it, for instance. And now I'm thinking about somebody who eats like chocolate every single day. But there is going to be a level of restriction, but it's not restriction if we're saying yes, sometimes it's only restriction when you are constantly saying no, but if there are no's with yeses, then it's not restriction. I, I, I so, I so believe that so strongly. And like, like I've said, I also so believe that you don't need to remove something. You just need to break down the reliance. So it might be going, okay, I'm only going to have chocolate on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday nights, or I'm only going to have the chocolate after I go for my run on a Tuesday and and a Thursday. And that's not because, oh, we've gone for a run, we've burnt the most calories. It's like, that's just because going for a run, run was really hard and it was really mentally taxing. And now I do want to have this, this yummy food that I really enjoy eating, you know? Um, and it's about creating these not reward systems, but creating these avenues that you can pass the time comfortably to get to the food that you want to eat. And over time, you will actually break down that reliance. And I've seen this happen with um, a particular client and 
she was in the middle of uni. She was studying so hard and every single night she'd have a cup of tea and she'd have like a sweet treat of some sort, like a slice or a biscuit or a chocolate or whatever it is. And when uni finished for, for the semester, she was like, oh shit, like I am finding myself every night really desiring having this, this sweet treat. And she's like, and that's not what I want because I was having the sweet treat because it was helping me get through uni, but now I'm not doing uni. I don't want to have the sweet treat every single night. And she had to sit in this discomfort for a couple of nights before the reliance began to break down. And that does not mean that she does not have sweet treats like at all at nighttime. She has them maybe once, twice, three times a week now or around when her period is because she has the desire more, but she doesn't have the reliance. So the decision gets to come from a place of actual desire instead of this need, this inability to forget about it, this inability to move past um, the, the, the want, the attraction, and you actually get to make a conscious um, decision that is like self-led by what you as a person actually want and not what as not not what your craving is asking for i hope this is all making sense and and if it's not i would love to talk to you guys about this in the dms we could even you know apply it to your own life if you're like this sounds like something that i'm definitely struggling with um so yeah tip number five was avoid restrictions by removing your reliance and then my tip number six the final tip is focus on feeling amazing Maybe even try not changing your body and see what happens. I love it. Because when we focus on feeling amazing, we begin, we begin doing amazing things for ourselves. If we're just focusing on the feeling, we're going to go out for a walk because it feels fucking good. We're going to eat our veggies because it feels fucking good. We're going to drink our water and get good sleep because it feels fucking good. Because it's great for our skin. It's great for our hair. It's great for our mental health. It's great for all these other things. But when you bring in this need, and I'm not even going to call it a desire because I think you can desire to change your body, but also not have it as your main focus. So when you have this need that your body has to change as a result of the choices that you're making, of the things that you are doing, you're less likely to stick to those habits because the the reason why is not as powerful as, wow, I feel amazing and I get to be a better human. You know, the, the, the mechanisms behind creating change in your physique are not as compounding as, you know, um, actually just choosing and creating action out of this evidence that you just are a better person. You just feel like a better person when you actually look after yourself. So I cannot stress this enough. Make decisions because it makes you feel good. Don't make decisions because of an outcome that you're trying to get. And I bet if you begin making decisions, making choices around the outcome of feeling good versus the outcome of changing your body, your body's going to change as a byproduct anyway. If you are eating protein and going to the gym, you're going to build muscle. If you are 
eating the right amount of food for yourself that makes you feel full without being bloated and you're eating you know balanced meals that you're 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 following this the the plate example that I spoke to you guys about earlier in this episode if you're doing those things and you're going for walks and you're going to the gym and you're getting really good night's sleep I I am very confident to say that your body will change over time and this is the other thing is that we're always trying to make it happen quicker we're always trying to make it happen more suddenly whereas if you actually just allow it to happen over the course of you know six months nine months a year I think you will be very 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 shocked at the outcome that will that like you will achieve versus the outcome if your number one focus was to lose 10 kilos one of the biggest takeaways I want you to have from this episode is you need to understand and get clear on what it actually is that you're currently trying to tackle, that you're currently trying to overcome. Because when I speak to a lot of people, it'll be like, do you struggle more with your mindset and your training or your nutrition? And they'll be like, oh, my nutrition. But then you go, okay, what about your nutrition? They just go, everything. It's like, that is actually not going to be able to, like, we're not going to be able to move from a place of, I need to fix everything. Let's fit, let, like, let's choose and, and focus on, you know, one, two, maybe three things. Like what are the big categories here where you're feeling the most resistance, where you're feeling the most struggle? Is it that you mindlessly eat when you're bored? Is it that you genuinely don't know how to cook for your likes and dislikes? Is it that you don't know how to incorporate enough protein in your diet? No. Is it that you, you suffer with food guilt? Like what actually is the problem you know we need to get clear on what the problem actually is so that we can create a game plan we can create a blueprint and we can create structure so that you can now overcome and work through those barriers those difficulties because if you always go into everything or with the mindset of I need to change everything you're going to end up changing nothing because it's going to be too overwhelming and you're not going to be satisfied when things take a bit longer than a couple weeks because you're looking at everything and you're going it needs to change right now instead of looking at one or two things and going okay how can I change these things right now and then how can I you know work on them so that they become solid in my day and in my routine and in my life and then I can work on the next thing and the next and the next and the next So we need to come at it from a a much more sustainable and balanced approach and from an approach of I'm going to continue to and to enjoy and love my life and love food and um, I'm not trying to like do a big 180 that should take me about a year and I'm not going to try and do that in like two weeks. That's where so many of us go wrong. So I really hope that you guys have had a couple takeaways from this episode that you start focusing on feeling good if you're still only ever focusing on the weight loss or the physical journey. How can we incorporate the feeling good? And if one of these tips really resonated with you, why not post it to your Instagram story? Take a screenshot of, you know, this this episode or where you've listened to this episode. Share the tip with everybody else. And don't forget to tag me, hannahrose.fit on Instagram. Um, If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a Wednesday episode. And like I said, guys, at the start of the app, the end of financial year sale will be on until Friday. So you've got two more days to get in on this sale. 
and then all of the prices will be going back to normal and the girls night in recording will not be available again. That is a very special offer for only the end of financial year sales. So if you do want to have that recording of the girls night in, um, events that happened about a month ago, make sure that you get on top of that now. Don't wait too long because it'll be gone before you bloody know it. I love you guys so much. We have some very, very exciting and special guests coming up over the next few episodes, which is just so cool. If there's anybody that you guys would like me to interview and to have on the podcast, do not be afraid to reach out and let me know. But I hope everybody has an amazing Wednesday and I'll see you next time on the Most Delicious Life podcast. Bye.